Welcome to This Week in Brattleboro History, produced by the Brattleboro Historical Society and the Brattleboro Area Middle School. From 1900 to 1950, Brattleboro's population on average increased by 1,000 people per decade. In 1900, the population was about 6,500, and by 1950, the census stated that there were about 11,500 people in town. The 30s and 40s saw a great deal of pressure to find more land to develop. Stores and businesses crowded the downtown area. Parking was at a premium, and in 1940, the select board declared new businesses would need to provide their own parking. The Brattleboro Downtown Shopping District was struggling as the automobile took hold of American culture. It was clear there were not enough parking spaces downtown. Earlier in 1938, a zoning ordinance had been passed and implemented in Brattleboro. In this plan, Putney Road was zoned rural and the farms that made up the majority of the land along the road flourished. However, in 1940, there were businessmen in Brattleboro who saw all of the flat land out on Putney Road and thought it might be the answer to the downtown shopping district's overcrowded parking conditions. A selectman was quoted in the paper as saying, New development of stores and industries should only proceed if the buildings were set back from the road and had appropriate parking located between the building and the road. 74 years ago this month, a decision that would forever change the development of Brattleboro was made. In the beginning of September 1945, World War II ended. Brattleboro was able to catch its breath and contemplate its future for the first time in years. As a result, as September came to a close, the town zoning board recommended to open Putney Road developments to commercial and business interests. This was a real game changer. Much of Putney Road was dominated by farms and open land. A few businesses had opened on the north side of the West River Bridge, and houses had recently been built as well. On September 26, 1945, the Zoning Board held a hearing to rezone Putney Road from the West River Bridge to Old Ferry Road. The proposed zoning changes suggested land that had previously been labeled rural was going to be rezoned commercial, business, or industrial. The Thomas Farms that dominated the Putney Road landscape would quickly come under pressure to develop their open fields. The hearing was contentious. Many landowners on Putney Road voiced concerns about destroying the rural residential nature of the area. Those interested in further business development stated that Putney Road was the obvious place to develop next. The argument was that decisions in the past few years to bring town water and sewer to the road have been done with the idea that development would follow. The zoning hearing in September 1945 ended with no decision, but the die had been cast. Putney Road was going to be developed, if not all at once, then piece by piece. Five years earlier, Putney Road landowners had placed a great deal of pressure on the select board to run water and sewer lines past the West River Bridge out to Putney Road. They claimed it wasn't sanitary to have businesses and houses built up along Putney Road without these town services. Residents argued that from 1935 to 1940, many buildings had sprung up in the area. These new buildings had constructed septic systems and wells too close to one another and were a health risk. The select board's practice was to support the extension of town services if residents and landowners were willing to pitch in 10% of the cost for running those services to the desired locations. Putney Road landowners were not interested in this offer, but continued to petition for water and sewer services. The landowners persistently pressured the select board, and within two years, town water was running north along Putney Road all the way down to the bridge to West Chesterfield. In 1942, American Optical opened on the northeast corner of Routes 5 and 9. The business employed over 300 people and operated with the use of a great deal of town water. 
By 1945, the town sewer system also extended out along Putney Road, and it was in 1946 that Howard Johnson's restaurant opened on the southeast corner of Routes 5 and 9. In 1955, the Allen Brown Book Manufacturing Plant, known locally as the Book Press, opened just north of American Optical. Within 10 years, the business would grow to employ almost 900 people. Development continued along the strip of Putney Road. Another big change was the arrival of McDonald's in 1974. At the time, Putney Road was a blend of commercial and agricultural businesses. The company was that bought the land for McDonald's paid ninety thousand dollars for property that was valued by the town at nine thousand dollars. The land purchase at ten times the market value became a turning point in the development of Putney Road. Beginning in the 1950s, with the demolition of Town Hall and Main Street, civic leaders had been doing what they could to keep anchor businesses in the downtown area. W.T. Grant Department Store replaced the Town Hall, and Grand Union built its own parking lot and store on the bank behind the post office. However, the building of McDonald's in the 1970s accelerated the migration of business from Main Street to Putney Road. Agway set up shop in front of the book press. Kentucky Fried Chicken built on Putney Road. J.C. Penney Grand Union Ames Department Store and the O.K. Fairbanks Supermarket all opened on Putney Road in two shopping centers. A movie theater was built across from the A&W, and the Ford dealership on Flat Street moved out to Putney Road as well. By the 1970s, the 1940s select poured dream of stores and businesses set back on Putney Road, with their own parking lots constructed in front of them, had come to fruition. In the 1940s, what we now call strip malls were thought to be progress that alleviated a problem: parking congestion in New England's crowded downtown. Now Putney Road is trying to reimagine itself with proposed roundabouts, sidewalks, and landscaped medians. Time will tell what the next decade will bring. Please join us next week for another story from our community's past.